Bodiore Tefano, welcome on into the practice run, your home of everything in our route and beyond. Um, your host Raori alongside co-host Tukuirangi. Welcome. This is our first ever practice run. <laughs> that was our first ever intro run, but we'll go through a bit of a core why. Core why out. Uh core Raori Ratahi, Heri Tene, or Taranaki, Tiatiawa, Mingati, Maru Hoki. Um Raori born and raised here in Waitara Taranaki. Uh at a big Brisbane Broncos fan, as you can see, as you can tell, and I hope we go all the way this year, back up last year's success. But I'll throw it over to the brother Tukoirangi. What's good? Uh, kia ora whanau. Uh, good to see everyone. Uh, yeah, my name is Tukoirangi Pini. Heuri tēnei nō te arawa e tākitimu. Uh, ngā tika hununu ki te wairarapa, me tapu e koko iwi. Uh, don't have an NRL top of, as of yet, so I'm repping the, uh, who I think will win the Super Bowl. I'm probably going to get MVP. Oh, Mini Goat or Patrick Mahomes. I'm a Bulldogs fan, so I will not stand for any Bulldog slander. Don't come at me at the chats. I will come back at you. <laughs> hey, the Bulldogs are on the rise. Maybe in the next we three are, years. We man. We are. next three years. <laughs> hey, but quickly on that Pat Mahomes thing. Is he technically the GOAT if he got his first regular season loss to Tom Brady, his first playoff loss to Tom Brady, and his first Super Bowl loss to Tom Brady? Does that make him the GOAT? He can catch him. I don't know if he will catch him. He just got him at the start of his career. We all know it would be a different story of Tom Brady if they met each other at a different time, you know? It'd be interesting to see yeah, what would have happened yeah. if they um, played each other a few more times with Mahomes ascending and Tom Brady on the way out. Just the way it is. Yeah. Two two other yeah. spectrums of the careers. But also, like, you know, Tom Brady beat him at, like, his final, like, it was second to last year of mm. his career. So, yeah. Fair enough. He bout that. He bout that action. He bout that action. <laughs> so the practice run. What is the practice run, and where did the name stem from? So uh, surely you can answer this one. So well, the idea came from the Broad Arwadi, uh wanting to start a sporting podcast. I'm not really a podcaster myself, but I thought I'd jump on, give it a go. Uh, the name itself, we ran through many different iterations. We couldn't come up with anything that stuck, and well, pretty much how this podcast came about, we were like, oh, we'll just give it a run. Just give it a practice run. And I think, was it, I think it was you that said, hey, someone just said it, like the practice run. And we were all like, oh, that that might just be it. Because we talked about having the practice run so many times, you know, like so many times it just fell through. We just couldn't do it. And then for it to finally happen. And the name pretty much just came from there. Yeah, practice run tonight, practice run tonight. Oh, no, next week, next week. Oh, no, this time. Name kind of just stuck. <laughs> Fine, that's it. This is just it, I feel like that's the perfect name for it too, because it just it just emerged like organically within mm. the group chat. Just like, yo, practice run, that's us. Yeah, definitely. So Fano, you'll be seeing the practice run a little bit more often. Uh to start with, we're just gonna dive into NRL and rugby league just because you know we don't have a lot of capacity. We we're struggling to get these practice <laughs> runs in. So <laughs> we're just gonna stick to just one sport for the moment. Uh, and as our capacity grows, as this podcast grows, then we might be able to touch on different sports. We will highlight key things like the Super Bowl, um, NBA Finals, Super Rugby Finals, obviously the NRL Finals, but our primary focus will be on the NRL and all things rugby league. So if that sounds like a bit of you and, and you're all about just having a laugh and, and messing things up along the way, well, that's what the practice run is all about. We're just here to just have some fun and give it a jam. So... Uh, welcome you on our journey it's, it's going to be a wild one and you'll see us go from these humble beginnings to 
maybe who knows one day two might have a better camera <laughs> one day we'll get there one day man <laughs> well one of the big things coming up at the moment and what was a timely way for us to introduce this because currently we're recording this on Waitangi Day is the NRL All-Star Game and it is our Indigenous brothers from across the ditch versus our Māori Tangata Whenua right here in Aotearoa. We were like, oh man, we could write our own predicted round one um, All-Star team, but we were like, nah, let's go, let's go all time. Let's unlock some legends. Let's bring back some names. So you guys listening at home uh, or watching this mm. on YouTube, write down your... Um, top 13 players from both Indigenous and Māori All-Stars and compare them against our teams. Uh, the criteria is real loose. If they're eligible for either or, they don't have to have played for it because obviously if we're going to get some legendary players, the game in this current format wasn't around back then. So criteria is pretty loose. As long as you you know have, have a bit of papa, then you're in the squad. <laughs> How do you want to run this? Do you want to go, um, you you call your player first and I'll call my player? We, we probably will have double ups. Yeah, um, definitely. But that's all good. It just means that, that that's probably the solid pick at that particular position. I don't mind starting off and just doing the whole team. I kind of went a different route from, I know we were meant to do all-time teams, but I was struggling with uh, the greats and who to put on and who to uh, leave off. So I kind of did my team a little bit different especially more specifically for the Māori team. So I can kick us off of my Māori All-Star team. So the rule that I had in place was that they had to have played an All-Star game. So unfortunately, there will be no Stacey Jones, Ruben Wiki, <laughs> or people like that on my team. And that was just to make it easier for me more so than anything. Uh, but to kick it off, at fullback, we have uh, Kalen Ponga. I think that's pretty stock standard. Uh, my wingers on one wing, I've got Jordan Rapana, he's one of my favorite players, and the other wing, we've got uh, yeah. DWZ, uh, who captain the um, the Maori team. My centers, I've gone with Joey Manu, that there's just a beast, and I've gone with Peter Hiku, big fan. I know some people don't like him, that you either like Ooh. him or you don't. I personally, I, I think he, he's, he does the job. Uh, my halves, I got. Jerome Hughes and Benji Marshall. Benji is one of my captains. Again, just probably the greatest Māori NRL player, I'd say. Uh, at nine, I went with Brandon Smith. Sorry, Isaac Luke. It's just a... <laughs> I just like Brandon Smith. It's as simple as that. Uh, my front row, I went with James Fisher-Harris and Jesse Bromwich, who's my other captain. Second rowers, I went with Tohu Harris and Kenny Bromwich. I just think those two are just classy players. And to round it off at 13, I went with Joey Tapinier. So that's the team. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a solid, that's a solid team. And yeah, see, the stipulation you put on yourself definitely left a few gaps in there. Like Definitely. Yeah, because that Benji Stacy combo would have been. That's who I had. It was original. It was originally Benji Stacy, and then I was like, oh. yeah. The other one was Ruben Wiki. That would be a Ruben Wiki was in there. I thought about putting him at center. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was I think Isaac. No, Luke. that's a solid lineup. I don't know about Peter Hiku. Don't know about the Peter hey, Hiku. No man, dude gets it done. I'm telling you. And um. 
Oh, Adam Blair. Like a... Adam Blair was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. I've too many memories oh, yeah, of his later days where he's good for always giving up a penalty. Just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Early Adam Blair, though. Jeez, he's good. It's time at the Tigers, eh? Yeah, just, oh, every time, bro. Penalty every time. Hey, he's, he's, he's one of bloody um, Vince's players, eh? Tiger man. <laughs> he came to the Broncos and started doing all right. Yeah, well, when he was with the Storm, you know, the contract with the he was a lead at the Storm. And then, yeah. Oh, no. Gives up too many penalties. That's a, that's a solid, well-rounded lineup. And given your criteria, your your um, stipulations that you put on the team, that, that's a pretty good team. Minus the Peter Hickey. <laughs> he's like a... Um, He's like a what's his name? He's like a better rated Adam Pompey. <laughs> <laughs> he has a moment, Peter Hickey, man. All you Warriors fans. <laughs> there are mainly Warriors fans that don't like him. Well, I know the bro Mana can't stand him. Adam Pompey, yeah. Oh, probably him and oh, Hickey. Peter Hickey can't stand him at all. <laughs> they're both the same now. <laughs> Cut from the same clock, those two. Mm. Well, I'll dive into my Māori All-Stars. Now, at fullback, I was going to go with Kalen Ponga, but this guy, he's got Māori Papa, so you know he's in the squad. He may not have played for us yet. There's still a chance, but he could play also for the Indigenous side. He is arguably the number one fullback in the game right now. The Broncos' number one. We're going with Reese Walsh electrifying at the back there. You can't. You can't not have him, man. He's got some Māori papa, and that's all It's all it takes. It's all it takes, Whānau, just a little bit. You got one iwi that you papa too, we'll take you. We'll take you. And that's what brings me to my wingers. I didn't know he had a bit of a papa in him, but we got Jason Nightingale and DWZ on our wings. Oh, Nightingale. I was a big fan of Nightingale coming up. Um, like he, he was a staple in that Kiwi side, reliable, um, could catch the ball, could score tries, could tackle. He's just a hard nose. And he looked Pākehā's, but he's a Māori, so cheer to the cousin. <laughs> in my centres, of course, I took Joey Manu, but I also put in Sean Kenny mm. Dow. Like, if you watched um, rugby league, like, early 2010s, Sean Kenny Dow was a staple in that Roosters side uh, when they won the premiership in that. Another great Kiwis player. He brought back so many memories, so I can't go past Sean Kenny Dow. Um, my halves, obviously, Benji and Stacey, because I went with All-Stars, and Stacey is the captain. Mm. Um, just because, you know, Matua, he's out there. He's putting it in for the, for the club. In uh, my props, I've got um, James Fisher-Harris and Ruben Wiki, two just hard-hitting mongrels. Uh, they're going to be running it up the gut running it straight there they're not even going to worry about passing their catch and run those two so get out the way because it's going to be a headache um at nine even though the bro is from taranaki he's from hawara you know he's far no but um yeah to go <laughs> he's just he's just <laughs> he's everything you want in a in a nine man he's everything you want and more at the nine position sorry cousin <laughs> so sorry bully yeah, sorry, my bro. But um, yeah, Brandon, we just we just need a modern nine. We need a modern nine. And um, look, if we wanted a scrap, I probably would have put in um, put in bully. But I think we want to win the game, not the fight. <laughs> in the second row, I got Arwen Gutenbill uh, alongside Jordan Ricky. 
uh, just another Broncos player. I've got to put in as many as I can. Um, also, fun fact, uh, our 13 is going to be Tohu Harris, who um, Rob told us a story about um, being stuffed in a boot, driving all the way from Hawke's Bay to this rugby camp in central North Island. And Rob's like, how did he get here? They're like, oh, no, he wanted to come, so we put him in the boot. And so Rob had to drop him off all the way back home and then go back to wherever Rob was living at the time just because Tohu wanted to come down for a bloody, like, a pre-season run. Um, I did have, yeah, Jerome Hughes as some honourable mentions, Jesse Bromwich, um, Sam Parrott, Joey Tarpene, and um, Clinton Torpy mm. from uh, back in the day. I thought he would have been a rocket in that squad as well. Um, but yeah, like like you said, if you start adding legends in, it, it gets hard to to pick a team that you want to stick with because there's so many people you're like, oh, I could switch in and out. But I'm I'm happy with my team. I've got a few few throwback names in there. Yeah, man, your team's looking pretty solid, eh? Questions around Jordan Ricky, but all right. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm a Broncos guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I was the same with the. Um, hey, we all got to have someone there. <laughs> Peter Hickey. <laughs> Reese Welsh, yeah, can't really fault you on that. But I'm rolling with Ponga, the Dally M. I actually forgot about Jason Nightingale, eh? That was a question. To be fair, I don't, think, I don't think he was on my mind. Hmm. Sean Kenny Dow. You, you didn't know, think he was Moldy? No, I think because he's got that tattoo, right? Or like he's got the Tamako. Um, not that that makes Yeah, but so does Robbie Williams. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Sean Kendall, he's kind of like Joey Manu. I think Joey Manu, man, hit that fin in that offload. It's ridiculous. Yeah, gee, Nightingale is he's a great player, good pickup, great finisher, eh? man, wicked. He's so underrated, I mm. reckon. Definitely. Alrighty, should we move on to this uh, indigenous team? Yeah, can I just preface this by saying, Fano, if you can find a better hooker for this indigenous yeah. team, let me know because, brother, I am struggling. I have no there idea. There was the one spot I couldn't. What was that? Couldn't find a hooker. Um. Also, <laughs> I need another prop. So, what about you start, and so I can listen to you have it prop, and then it might make my team. <laughs> well, see, both of my props are um. Legends. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll just Google see if they played. Well, one, I think, has played. They, like... One has played. Yeah, well, they had to do, like, you know, because the Indigenous team's always in it, so I had a lot more to pick from. And the Indigenous team as opposed to the Māori All-Star team. All right. Let's... let's... And because, like, we're both Māori, so it makes it a little bit easier for us to, like, know who our players are. So it's not as, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Indigenous Fano from across the ditch, but it's just, it is what it is, okay? I'm Māori. I'm more likely to like my Māori players. <laughs> but you fellas got some speedsters that we cannot catch, and they will be listed here. So <clears throat> at fullback, I've gone, I've kind of gone with some connections mm, here. So, okay. like, I really would have put in Preston Campbell, but I've gone with Matt Bowen. Mm gone with Matty Bowen from the Cowboys uh, as a Broncos fan he gave us so many headaches growing up so Matt Bowen he, he's my number one pick there um, the, the, 
kind of like a little bit biased. I, I, I could have put in Trell in this team, but there, he's a bit of a mission because I thought someone else probably would have picked him up. And I was, I was trying to go for a slightly different pe people. On the wings, I got Josh Adokar and Wendell Saylor for a bit of a throwback player. I was going to put Jarrell Yao Yi on there because of his time at the Broncos. He had a very short career, but man, he was explosive on the wing. So he just missed out and I put Wendell, uh, Wendell over him. <clears throat> in the centres, you can't go past GI. If you don't have GI in your centres, you can have anyone else partner GI. But if you don't have GI in your centres, what are you doing? Man, he was uncatchable back in the day. Uh, I remember there was that whole stat like GI's never been caught from behind after he's had like a line break or a pass intercept. He's just gone. No one's caught him. Um, in the other center, I've gone with another Bronco, and this this one's probably the sketchy. Like I could have put in the trail, but I went with Hojo because my Broncos guy. <laughs> there's a lot of Broncos players in both my teams. It's not a bad pick. He's still he's still a winner. He still knows how to get it done. He played Origin at the highest level. He's won a few uh, premierships, but yeah, Hojo he gets he gets that nod. Uh, in the halves, this is kind of where I struggled a little bit because I didn't know who would pair Thurston. So I got Thurston at the seven, and we've got Loz at the six. So Laurie Daly's at our six. Ah, so that's our halves yeah. combo. Uh, at prop, to be honest, I only put him in there because everyone always talks about this this legendary man. I've never seen him. You know, I'm a bit too young to see this while I play. But I've gone with Arthur Beatson uh, at prop. I was going to put Carl with, so that that's that's my my backup if, if we just leave Arthur Beatson off the list because I, I, I hear he was like the the Jonah Lombu of props for the NRL. Uh, we'll leave we'll leave the hooker till last. My other prop I've got Andrew Fafita. So he, he's another solid player, just eats up those meters, um, runs hard, gives you everything you need. Uh, in my second row, another another couple of Broncos. Uh, Gordon Tallis and Sammy Daire, two big boppers. You don't really want to mess with them. They're probably going to get a bit fiery. Um, might throw a punch or two in there. And then at 13, I've got David Fafita um, from the Broncos, former Bronco. I'm going to play him at lock. Um, just going for a big lineup because, you know, got a little bit of speed and skill in the, in the Māori side, so I went for a bit more power and mongrel in the uh, indigenous side to match, match our Māori um, boys. And for Hooker, he's he's a bit of a army Swiss knife. Uh, New South Wales have used him all, all over the yeah. field, and so we're going to use him. We're going to use Jack Whiten at Hooker. That's that's our all-star, Indigenous all-star lineup. It's not bad, man. Not a bad team you got there. Um, yeah, Jackie Whiten, eh, at the nine. Interesting. Yeah, we can pass. So. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> we can pass. We can die out of dummy. I was the same with you eh, about picking the legends again, like Arthur Beatson. You're saying I haven't seen him play at all. Now that, <laughs> but yeah, now that's a solid team. We pretty much. Oh, you, you'll see it. It's similar. We got a lot of similar people in our team. Um, again, just a few of those greats just left off because they didn't play in the All Star game. But uh, again, that was just to make it easier for me. <laughs> So uh, on to my team at fullback. I went I went with GI at fullback. Um, I was Ooh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Benny Barber. You know, I love you. As a player. Oh, Ben Barber yeah. would have been mean. Great bulldog. We don't condone it. Well, why, why did you go GI over anyone else? Because it's and GI. Why not GI in the centres? 
because the one you left off is the Should one that I put in. <laughs> um, no, because uh-huh. he was he was originally yeah, yeah. at the centre, but then I was like, oh, but I also want him in the team. Oh, we'll just put GI at fullback, and then he makes the team. So yeah, I've got GI fullback. Um, my wingers are the same as yours. Uh, Wendell Sailor, and I'm not leaving the Fox off. Of course, he makes the team. Uh, at centre, I've got I got Hodjo's and Latrell. So that's how that's oh. why GI got shifted oh, yeah. to fullback because Latrell's there and Hodges is there. So yeah, that was yeah. Latrell's like just a a smaller yeah, GI, so you can't go wrong yeah. either way. Uh, I went with Thurston at seven, and I went with Cody Walker at six. Just, yeah, oh, yo, I figured just nice. put Cody Walker there, have him with Latrell, GI at the back. Thank you very much. Uh, same with you. I went with uh, yeah, Andre yeah. Fafita for prop. He's, yeah, not much to say there. Uh, I went with Carl Webb as my other prop. It would have been Arthur Beatson, but yeah. I went with David Fafita yeah. and Sam Friday as my second rower. It would have been Gordon Tallis. Um, yeah, I would have taken out Fafita and put in Gordon Tallis there. At 13, I went with Greg Bird. I was kind of humming and harring over the 13. Oh, yeah. That was that one spot. And then the nine, similar to you, I couldn't think of a nine. Um, I was thinking of Peachy, just because he's played pretty much everywhere, it feels like. I haven't had him down for 13 at four bit there. But I thought I should probably put him in the team because it's pretty much his whole idea, the all-star thing. So I decided to go with Preston Campbell at nine. <laughs> I was like, if it's your idea, you should probably make the team. That... So, yeah, that's that's part of uh, my team. Uh, yeah. I was going to put Preston at my fullback, but I wanted, I wanted Thurston and, and Matt Bowen to have that combo together. That was a color oh, combo, you can't beat man. That combo once those two start figuring each other out, man, he's just darting around. He's always there in support. Uh, he was just unfortunate to come up in the same era as Billy Slater. Hmm. I was um, Whiten. It was between Whiten and Hodges for me, in the other center. And the yeah. center. Oh, I was like, oh, maybe Jackie Whiten. I had to. I had to have Whiten in the team. I, I couldn't like, oh. leave him off because I was like, man, he's too electric. So I got to find a spot, and then I was like, "Let's just put him at hooker." He's played everywhere. You might as well chuck him at hooker. Yeah. Well, I was going to chuck um, him at thirteen. I was like, "Let's just chuck him with the ball playing, ball playing number 13. I just didn't want to put um, Greg Bird in at thirteen because I just didn't think he'd have what it takes to go up against that Maori mm. squad. He's just yeah, he's not quite that that man. Like he's an amazing player, but. If I had to pick it from a Sharkies player, it would have been Paul Gallon at 13. That guy. Oh, G-Train. Um, yeah, the, the, the all uh, Indigenous boys have so many different um, wingers. They've got so much speed on the squad. Like You've also got Gay Guy, who could have been in the squad. Um, you've got... Uh, Blake Ferguson. Almost a crooked yeah. nose. Yeah, Fergo. Shit, that's right. Fergo, Katoni Stags, yep. um, Cobo. <laughs> All these Bronco boys. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's got to be a mean game. Um, 
it's currently I think two all in the actual um, All Stars matchup between the Indigenous Brothers and Maori. They won the first one, we won the next two, and they won last year's competition. I'm not too sure what the score is with the girls. I know the Indigenous girls. I think won it last year. I think they they got the clean sweep last year, eh? Both the girls and I think the so. Yeah, I remember boys, the boys the were win, too classy for us. Um, oh, are we sure? I remember. Wasn't there a video of the girls singing? Was that them? Yeah, no, nah, maybe the girls won last year. I just remember Kutera Manga Iwi being thrown out there somewhere. Lost. Was that them? Nah, I think that was the Women's World Cup. Oh, yeah, that could be it. Let's just have a quick little look, eh? Um, yeah, we'll have a look. Have a look. Who's this? Is this the girls or the... Oh, here we go, women. Ah, oh, was our girls? 18-8. Oh, nice. And then the nice. indigenous so, one at the year before. Hoping they can, uh... yeah, yeah. So we're hoping they can back it up again. We've, we've got some strong um, wahine coming through uh, rugby league in mm-hmm. general. Uh, the women's game is growing. They've got more teams. Um, and it, it's actually a pretty good product to watch. It's They just don't kick as far. But it's, it's a very, very refined um sport package they've got some amazing players uh, a few standout players in the women's division for me i'm a big fan of um kizzy apps um oh shucks what's her name from the roosters um oh heck who's that um i think she plays fullback does she play fullback for the I know there's that one that played fullback for the Eels because she used to play for the Sevens team and she was carving up. Um, oh, um, Gail Broughton. Yeah. She's at the Broncos, or she was at the Broncos last year. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a stack team. We still didn't make it that far. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, that fullback. Is it the fullback from the Knights that got the Dally in? Yeah, the the Pakeha one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. all class, that one. That Knights team's good, eh? Bruh. Yeah, that I think, I think they're going for a three-peak? Yeah. yeah, this year. Man. Yeah. Salary tip, man. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> they're like those 1990s um, Newcastle Knights, early 2000s. Mm. With the Johns brothers. <laughs> Uh, who else is another good um, female player to look out for? Jess Sergis, she's not too bad. She normally plays in the centres. Mm. Um, Talia Fuyamano, I feel like everyone just follows her. Just On her Instagram. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She goes out with, um, doesn't uh, she date the one he, I think he was at the Roosters, but then got shifted to South? Or was it the other way around? Winger. Maybe. Huh? Probably. Because I think we were looking at signing Probably. him for a bit there. Ah, I forget his name. Oh. You'll know him if you see him. <laughs> um, and who else? Um, there's, there's a whole bunch more. I can't think of them. We'll, we'll come up with a list of players to watch out in the NRL mm-hmm. dub in one of our uh, future podcasts. And that way you guys can you know, watch some footy before the before the boys kick off because the girls always play earlier in the day so it's at a 
if you're in New Zealand, it's at a, at a time where it's acceptable to watch footy. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the grand final kicks off at like fucking 10 o'clock here. So it's a bit of a mish. It's a bit of a mish, but we're here for that. And speaking of players to look out for and teams to, to watch that are on the rise, we'll throw it over to two to give us a breakdown of the projected round one team for the Bulldogs. Yes, sweet as. So I just went off, who's this team? I think it's Fox Sport. Oh, no, it's just the NRL one. So this is who they got projected to start for the Bulldogs. Now, do I agree with it? Not completely. But, and I think this is also injury dependent because one of the players they got here, I'm not too sure if he'll actually be fit for the first round. So who they got at fullback is Blake Taff. Um, He's my starting fullback as well. I think his speed and his playmaking ability... Uh, he should be good there. I know people are talking about Stephen Crider and him coming over as a fullback. He's an elite center. I don't think we need to change anything there. Just keep him at center where he's already elite. Um, if he can maybe learn that roaming role like all the other great centers do, then why not? But yeah, I don't really see we need to change there. They've got Josh Adokar and Jacob Kuraz as our wingers. That's who I have as our wingers too. I think Kuraz, even though he could shift to center, Again, he's just good there. We need his carries. He's a real strong carrier from the backfield, so we kind of need him for that first or second hit up. Uh, center here, they got Stephen Crichton, yep, and Connor Tracy. Uh, I'm not too sure if Connor Tracy will be fit enough. I know he's got an injury. Personally, I think he'll end up there. I'm kind of tossing and turning with Bronson Cherry. I think it's too early for him to come back. But I think mm. if he's good enough, he'll probably crack the team. Or there was talks about just moving Kuras to centre and bringing in another winger, which would probably be Blake Wilson. Who Blake Wilson's good, but he botched quite a few tries for us and uh, pissed me off. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> they got in our halves. They got Matt Burden at six and Toby Sexton at seven. Obviously, Matt Burden's our six. There will be no Matt Burden slander on this podcast. Uh, but I'm actually all for... I think we should go with Drew Hutchinson. He's my seven. I just think he's a little bit older, been around the block for a little bit, great player. Um, yeah, I think we just need an older head at that spot. So that's who I have. And I think if I didn't have him at seven, I would have him at centre over Connor Tracy. We just... I think he's too good to leave out of the team, pretty much. We just need to find a spot for him. And I'm hoping he can beat Toby out for that number seven in preseason. Uh, at our props, we've got Max King and Liam Knight. Yeah, that's probably going to be our starting. Our props are not... Our forward stocks aren't the greatest. It's where our team kind of lacks. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely where I think all of us Bulldogs fan want our next signing to come from is a forward, specifically a prop. We need someone there. Uh, Hooker, Reed Mahone, yeah, he's... I think he just forced his hand a bit too much last year. If he just plays his game, he'll be good. Our second rowers, they pretty much picked themselves. We've got Jacob Preston and Viliami Kikau. And, yeah, I don't see anyone beating them. I think Preston's an 80-minute player at this point. Maybe not so much Kikau, but he can if he needs to. Uh, they've got Josh Curran at 13. Now, here's another one that I wasn't too sure. 
I'd probably have him off the bench. Starting? Yeah. Again, man, we got no forwards. It's our weak spot. I was actually thinking of maybe putting, going a little bit smaller and putting Kurt Mann at 13. Have him there at that spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But they've got Kurt Mann at 14, Ryan Sutton, Sam Hughes, and what? Oh, Mr. Jamin. What's his name? Jamin Salmon, the one from Penrith. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's got big reps on Sam Hughes this coming season because of what Phil Gold did. He said, um, they pretty much asked him who's the one coming through, and he said his name, which is what he said about Jacob Preston last year. So, yeah, everyone's looking forward to him. They don't have a Jake Turpin in the team, which I think he might make it. I, don't, I think days of the 80 minute hooker are over. Unless Kurt Mann is there for that. But again, I think I'd rather have him as a ball playing 13. Um, so yeah, that's the team. I like our backs. We just need a 7. I hope it's going to be Drew Hutchinson. And we need we need, we need, need a prop, man. <laughs> so yeah, it would have been uh, Tokiaho, but obviously that deal fell through. Uh, Bulldog, oh, Cowboys, if you want to let go of Tomalolo, we'll take him. Preferably at half price, but we will definitely take him. Yeah. Old 10 year Tomalolo. You put Tomalolo in this team. We're looking good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he might need a change of scenery too. Like, he's been doing mahi, but I feel like he could definitely need uh, a bit of change of scenery somewhere down the line. Yeah. I think the other one we were looking at is um the May that plays for the Roosters. Not you know the May brothers? Like Taylor May. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's the prop. I forget his first name. Is it Tyrell? Yeah, Tyrone, Taylor, and Tyrell. Because I I know their names all start with T. Yeah, I think it's Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I think we're yeah, looking yeah. Uh, we might actually be looking to bring year. all three over. Yeah, I think we're looking in for next year, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like a onto the compo situation. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. Yeah. But yeah, that's <laughs> our team. Uh predicted for first for week one. It's definitely gonna change. I just hope it doesn't change as often as it did last year. Yeah, you definitely need some consistency within a lineup just so that you can build up those those partnerships and those connections like how we talked about previously with um, Jonathan Thurston and Matt Bowen, like that connection was electric. So you just need to find those people that can partner together really well and complement one another really, really we well. We just need to stack the one side, really stack Bird inside. Like it should really be Burden, Kikau, Crichton, Fox. Like if that's not the left side, I don't know what we're doing. Put that side up against that, anyone. That's that, a stack. That's a stack left side. Who cares about that? that is, yeah, bro. <laughs> that would be hectic. Uh, Fuck yeah. I'd be down to see that. It better be. But yeah, I'll hand it over to you and you can let us know your thoughts on your team and what you've got lined up. Predict the first round. Oh, fine, though. I'm I'm always a, a staunch Broncos fan. It feels better to be a Broncos fan, you know, after last season than it has in previous years. It's been we've we've gone through some tough times. We've gone through some tough times. We've had lots of heartbreak at the grand final. I mean, was it twenty fourteen when Ben Hunt dropped it? But even before he dropped the ball for that knock on for the easy kick out in front, to get the try to tie the game, 
he missed the tackle. So it, it was all his fault. That whole that whole end of that game was all his fault. <laughs> but it's okay because he's come back a stronger player, and we would love him to come back. <laughs> we would love for him to come back. <laughs> I was hoping we would make a player. Um, oh, he's a, he's a he's a classy player, man. He's a classy player, and um, going away from the Broncos is just proof. You know, he's still that guy. Um. Some of the big key changes from last season into this season's squad is the fact that we've lost um, Herbie. He was he was like one of our key players on attack outside of Reese Walsh. Um, Herbie Farmer was super electric. And again, I've also got this from NRL.com. Um, we've lost Keenan Palacia to the Titans. Um, Legler, our starting prop, has gone to the Dolphins to team up again with Herbie. Fuck those Dolphins, man. <laughs> Get some more players that aren't from the Broncos, man. Half their team's ex-Broncos players or ex-Storm players are out. And then Capo, which was a huge surprise to me, actually, that Capo left um, at the end of the season. I think he left this side of Christmas um, to join the Warriors, uh, catch up with his old coach um, that he had uh, partners with in Penrith. Good on him, though. He, he's still a solid player. Um, he's getting on a bit. I hope that he can find some form that he did um, from the Panthers that landed him the contract with the Broncos over at the Warriors. They deserve to go all the way this year. The Warriors do. that. The fan base definitely deserves it. The, the team, the players, they all deserve to get there. So hopefully this is the year. But I don't want to hear you bastards talking about this is our year. If you win game one, I don't want to hear nothing. Get to the finals. And then talk about this. They would have been there if it was a ref. We had a look at that pass that Welsh did. (laughs) They were playing NFL for a second there. (laughs) Nah, even beyond that, Pompey gave up another penalty right in front when he shoulder charged another player off the ball. Just like the game in Napier when he tugged the jersey of the player who was about to tackle. And if he didn't tug the jersey because the player was never making that tackle, they would have scored that try and won the game in Napier. So, Warriors fans, get rid of Pompey. Send him to the Broncos. He's already one of our players. <laughs> but anyway, we'll dive into it. We'll start with the spine at fullback. There can be no other. He He's electric. He's everywhere. Uh, he should have been. Or he should be, sorry. The uh, starting fullback for Queensland this year over Ponga. If his uh, form continues, because, man, he... He's added that spark that the Broncos desperately needed in recent years to their offense. Um, him alongside Adam Reynolds, man, that, that connection's pretty mean. So, yeah, Reese Walsh at fullback. He can't really go anywhere else. Uh, at six, we've got Ezra Mam again. Three tries. <laughs> tries in that grand final, man. <laughs> we, 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 anyway, it is what it is. Critter, that's, uh, most of that's your fault, boy. So, I've apologised heaps of times for that final, man. <laughs> no one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. Final, this guy here at home, he goes, oh, well, that's me. I'm off to bed. <laughs> GG's, they won this. Still like 20 minutes left on the clock. We're only up three tries. <laughs> Next minute. Oh, heck. <laughs> Guess I'm crying in the corner. Oh, bro. Anyway. Adam Reynolds, another classy player added to this team in recent years. Man, his kicking game, 
phenomenal. He, he's probably got one of the sharpest foot outside of bloody um, Cleary. He's the number one seven, I think, currently. But um, yeah, outside of that, Adam Reynolds, great pickup from South. South, y'all are fools. Should have kept him. Should have kept him. But we'll, we'll happily take care of him. Billy Walters, again, he, he's serviceable at the nine. He's serviceable at the nine. Um, they normally switch him out with Corey Pakes from time to time, so they just have that that one-two combo. So it, it, it's not bad. Um, could we upgrade the nine? Definitely. Definitely could upgrade the nine. But she's got a, um, too many, like... a young buck coming through. Apparently he's, like, yeah, chosen but... too. Man. True. Yeah, like I, it That's looks like he's gonna good. win the 14th spot, and probably give it a month, and he's probably gonna be the starting nine. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Only for us to lose him in another two years. <laughs> I feel like we're the development like area for most teams. Us and Penrith, because yeah, you got like the and everyone just the biggest area, don't you? Head. Hmm. Dolphins took half of it. <laughs> These are our players come from Redcliffe. Yeah, do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, then on the wings, we've got Jesse Arthurs making his return and Dean Mariner, um, who everyone thought would take over from Herbie. But Selwyn sort of wanted to say, oh, can I have a jam at centres? I'll be mean at it. Look, as long as he stops coming up off the line real quick, and leaving us wide open, yeah, because I don't know how many times uh, Katoni and Herbie had to cover him because he shot up off the line, missed the tackle, and then they're trying to recover to make the tackle before the other team score a try. That was the weak side, but he's so electric on offense, so you've got to have him on the squad. Um, yeah, Selwyn. It's a love-hate relationship <laughs> with Selwyn, but he's, he is an electric player. Super young. He can only get better. Uh, Katoni on the other side. Another great player, big fan of his. Um, fast, he's solid. Smoke, smokes people on defense. Can't can't say any more about him. Uh, Jesse Arthur's another moldy boy. Um, the Broncos always always pick up decent moldy boys. Uh, he's 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 a solid solid winger. Um, just puts his head down and just goes for gold. Doesn't doesn't say too much. He's he's quite a quiet player. Person, I think I don't hear too much about him in, in the um, media. He doesn't, he doesn't yap away at people, so he just must be another another humble multi boy. Uh, of course, we've got Payne Haas in that prop, locked him in for another three years, which is such a smart contract um, for both players, uh, for both parties. Sorry, because the Broncos we don't have him for ten years, degrading like what the Cowboys have with Tomalolo, um, and Payne Haas is able to put you know three good years together and then get another big contract wherever he wants to go if, if he wants to go back to Union or if he wants to stay in Brisbane or if he wants to go down and go back home to New South Wales he has those options he's not locked in and getting depressed in Brisbane for a 10-year contract um, at the other prop we've got Fletcher Baker which is another good pickup there to replace um, Flegler just kind of took him from the Roosters um, Renan Piakura, he's um, half the reason Capo left. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, these, these young fellas, man, they're coming through. Another Māori boy, just step aside, my man. Step aside and let them come through. And, yeah, I think, like I said, Capo's going to do real well over at the Warriors. And 
Uh, Brennan's just going to keep getting better and better. Number 12, one of my favorite Broncos, John Oduki. Questionable, though, he did have off-season, off-season shoulder surgery. So we'll see. We'll see if he's healed. I mean, he was at RNA. Uh, if you follow him on Insta, you'll see. He's all over the multi, but he was at RNA just recently. I think he likes to get home as much as possible. Because like, any bye week, he's always back in Christchurch, hanging out with the whanau. So I could potentially see him maybe moving uh, in his later career to the Warriors or if New Zealand get a South Island team, probably go there. Um, and then, yeah, Paddy C, big Patrick Carrigan in that 13. He, he's a boss, man. He's he's everything the Bulldogs need. <laughs> he's everything I'm, the Bulldogs need, man. When I seen him play, Paddy I was Carrigan. like, he's a Bulldog. <laughs> Chuck him in our 13 and <laughs> our team completely changes. Man. Do you guys ever get like Willie Mason to come on, like as a advisor to some of the forwards and stuff like that? As a yeah, I'm pretty sure he's part of the coaching staff. Head. Yeah, I know he was there last year as part of the coaching staff. Um, man, because yeah, yeah, he he bleeds white and blue. Like he was a Knights for a bit, but he he's Bulldogs hard. Yeah. If you ever listen to their podcast, it's called Levels. Um, he's always going on about his time at the Bulldogs and just what it meant to him there and you know, the the bunch of guys they had. So he must be pretty disappointed in the current state of the team. You know, every every team goes through a rebuilding stage. Just hopefully we come out of it. Some bounce back a little bit. Hey, quicker. we'll get there eventually, man. We'll get there eventually. We got rid of everyone no, from... There was a stat that when um, Raymond Fatala Mariner left, we no longer have a single player from like the like 2020 team. Like all 30 of them gone. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Far out. Yeah, it's something crazy. Like in the last two That's or three years, like everyone from that team's gone. Not a single person's left. Damn. This is this is the year. I think this is the year for a lot of those um, bottom feeding teams to to sort of make their claim as to why they'll be the next to to challenge. Because I don't think and. I'd hate to eat my words at the end of the season, but I don't think the Panthers can go four in a row. Three, I definitely could see them going three because they still had a solid team. And they still have a solid team. But fatigue, they've played super long seasons every year for the past three years. Are they going to be fatigued heading into another grand final? Or is that what motivates them and pushes them? Because can there be a team full of immortals like could those core guys make it into the immortals if they drag them to another four like that would because clary is obviously going to be an immortal next but would that make luai up there as well because he's won just as much as clary i mean it could do eh? a lot of it for luai would depend on what happens when he leaves um and probably some of those other ones too if they choose to leave a lot of them will probably be remembered more for what they do away from penrith as opposed to what they did because that system Everyone there is just so next level. It's a link. Um, but yeah, look, they're just hard to beat. You know, that's it. Like, you can beat them on their day. It's just really, do they have off days? Um, and they can beat you so many different ways. You know, they can run you off the park. They can beat you with just their forwards. They have just, they have a lot of tools that they can use and many different ways to beat you. And there's not many ways to beat them. You pretty much need them on an off day and you need to be perfect. And even then, you still might lose. 
So it's just uh, you could be up three times yeah, and still lose. Um, you know, I have them there or thereabouts. But yeah, I think in a one-off game with straight elimination, they can be beaten. I think if they make top four and they get that life, it's just hard to see them lose two games in a row in the playoffs. That's it. But if they don't finish yeah. top four and they lose their first game, I think that's the way that they're probably going to get beat. Because you had to beat them two times in a row is nearly impossible. But I think last year, though, was the first time in, in, in you know recent memory where there have only been two clear standout mm-hmm. teams. Like, the top four weren't equals. Yeah. The top two were equals. The third, they were on their own. And then Melbourne at the fourth. Melbourne was fourth, eight. Nah, it was the no, Warriors. Wasn't it? Because the Warriors got a life. Warriors were four. Yeah. Yeah. So the Warriors were in a class of their own, and I think they were above Melbourne last yeah. year. Um, Melbourne weren't quite on the same level as the Broncos and the Panthers were. But in terms of you know having someone that could knock out the Panthers, it was really only the Broncos that would have, if they had met them in the playoffs, in the run-up to mm. the finals, could have matched and beaten the Panthers. Luckily, we got to see them in the final because that that was the two best teams from last season going head-to-head. Whereas this year, I hope we have a solid top four that it could go either way. Like any one of those four teams could knock any one of them out on any given day. It doesn't have to be the right day or the right conditions or the right referee to knock out either one. I hope hope it's a competition Mm. like that so that we can see, you know, a change of guard. But like they say, you know, the best teams always play at the biggest stage when the lights are the brightest. So yeah, they've just been there. Time will tell, Fano. Yeah. Time will been tell. there, done that so often. Big time players who step up in big games. Good luck. <laughs> and they know there's eighty minutes. Don't give up. We got eighty minutes on the clock. Yeah. And man, it'll be and interesting we, to see how you guys go. You know how you guys come back. You know after that final, because I remember when. Um, when Penrith lost to Melbourne in their first final, I already knew that Penrith were going to win the next year. I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Like, you could just see in the eyes, like, hurt, hurt is a painful tool, you know, and it's either pushes you to be better and you take the next step up or it just crumbles you and everything just falls to shit. Yeah, I just remember seeing the eyes. Well, Penrith are the only man. team that have bounced back because every team that Penrith have beaten have fallen to the bottom mm. of the table. Yeah. Because they beat South, they've beaten um, Para, and who was the other team they beat? Oh, us. Yeah, yous, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the other two, they, they fell from, you know, Grace the next season. Everyone's like, oh, they should bounce back. They should come back and, like, at least challenge. But no, nah, they've always fallen down, further down the ladder than you'd expect. So going to be interesting to see whether this because our core i think of young guys has been a lot younger than a lot of the teams that have challenged the panthers previously um so i think hopefully our young core can sort of take that pain take those emotions and run it back this year Um, but it's going to be an interesting season i'm I'm here for it i can't wait for round one to kick off i'll be tuning in during all the preseason games um and the all-star games just just to see who's firing who looks a bit slow? Who's lost a step from last year? Who didn't do preseason as well? <laughs> <laughs> I think everything will be good this preseason. Eh? You know, last year 
with the uh, World Cup. You know, I think it kind of played into some of those stars that were over there, you know, mucking up their routine and stuff like that. So everyone pretty much has a clean slate this year, maybe bar a few players, uh, but most of the team should be up and firing, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I feel I'll be invested for about six games. <laughs> and then our season might be over by then. But uh, hoping, hoping it goes a little bit better than last year. Uh, hey, man. We've got to stay stay strong through to the end. Oh, we will be. <laughs> but at least, at least everyone at home can watch the journey of us just slowly get less and less passionate. <laughs> Oh, hey, you'll you'll tell, especially when it comes to state of origin, how passionate I still am about the team by game two. Because I've just ordered in a new um, New South Wales jersey, so it'll definitely be warm for game one. Might not see it game two. <laughs> Man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there too. Eh? But yeah, oh man, it's going to be a new year. We got Madge on for New South Wales, so I'm looking forward to it. And he just, you know. Gave Australia the biggest routing as a Kiwis coach has ever seen, or even the Kiwis have ever seen. You know, we dominated Australia over in the, um, what was it, that Pacific Cup? Yeah, in the Tron, I think it was. So, yeah. 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 Looking forward to seeing what Madge can do with the New South team. Should be good, eh? So we, um, what do we have look, to look forward to on the next podcast or the next practice run? Anything coming up? Any segments? So, uh, depending on the next recording, um, whether or not you guys get to meet Brother Vincent, um, will be, yeah, we'll, we'll determine from that where we're going next. But in terms of what you might see, I was thinking we can uh, do a bit of a game, guess that superstar. Two will come up with uh, a superstar. I'll come up with a superstar. Hopefully, we're not thinking of the same person. Uh, and then we'll just be playing it like guess who. We'll say, you know, um, are they, uh, do they play for a New South Wales team? No. That'll knock out a whole bunch of them. <laughs> do they play? <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's exactly like guess who. Um, two will have a superstar. I'll have a superstar. If you're watching at home, the image will come up on the screen. Um, but if you're listening on the radio on your way to work or wherever, play along with us. Try and guess them before um, either two or myself does. We'll give us maybe 20 questions yeah. to try and guess the other player. Maybe less, maybe more. We'll, we'll try and refine it um, as the season goes. Uh, we'll also run a couple of new segments. Stay tuned. We won't give away too much about that just yet. But it's exciting. It's exciting. We're going to try and you know create this like... Um, a sports talk show, but we're also going to try and keep it creative, have some fun and interesting games that you guys can play along at home. Kind of bring back those old school footy show vibes, you know, with a fat man, the big man, uh, Sterlo, and all those guys, Bo Ryan, and, and all the likes. So we're going to try and not replicate that, but but emulate that similar energy of just lads who love footy. We're going to have some interviews throughout the season. Um, I just need to reach out to a couple of them. I had a few lined up last year. They said they're keen. I'd have to get in touch with them through the season. So we, we, we have we have some and I'm I'm not gonna give them give them away just yet on camera, but I'll tell I'll tell the bar after. <laughs> but Barno, this has been the first ever practice run. Thank you so much for coming on the run with us. Uh we love having you guys here. Uh 
it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. We're going to get more confident on the mic. We're going to get, you know, we're going to be able to throw it back and forth between one another a lot easier in the future. And then we'll have a third guy to pick on. So it'll get more fun. It'll get more fun as we, as we go along. Any final words too? Nah, brother. It was a good practice run, I feel. Uh, you know, still learning, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it should get better and better. And uh, yeah, true to the true, matua whānau.